This is Watch the Media. I'm John Schrader. Sports could be the thing that, that persists in keeping people divided, as politics certainly have been in 2020, or they could be the thing that expedite healing in the country. Certainly hope that it's the latter. I believe sports' place in American culture in 2021 and beyond is to be that springboard. It's on us, though, to listen. And as a, as a sports journalist myself, it's my place to continue to be uh, to ask the questions, to listen, to make sure that these things are happening that they say that they will, and to tell these stories. I think if COVID ta taught me anything, particularly to the sports world, um, it's that it is so foundational to the way people feel and to the identity of people. We see so much money being generated by these athletes, for these athletes, for these owners. And they keep on making those dollars while so many other Americans are suffering. And that can be hard to watch them battle over money while so many people are, are just trying to put food on the table. Obviously, you're dealing with, uh, you know, in many cases, billionaire owners of teams that are that are uh, not always good at reciprocating our <laughs> our love, but I do think that it, sports is such a personal uh, sports fandom, especially is such a personal thing that I just I just feel like there's going to be an outpouring of um, of support. Over the last couple of episodes, we've asked sports media professionals to help us understand sports and its place how we see it, how we report on it, how the consumers see it. The professionals have shared their feelings about how the football season was played in the pre-vaccination part of the pandemic back in 2020. We asked them how their personal feelings of sports might have changed in the last year. This time around, observations from reporters, columnists, broadcasters, academics about how they see sports in American culture in 2021. How do sports place in American culture? Uh, how do I see it? First of all, the pandemic really exposed the sham of amateurism in college sports. If you look at the NCAA tournament, for example, where college kids will, will essentially be quarantined in hotel rooms in Indiana for three or four weeks in March. I'm not sure how that's conducive to student-athlete welfare, but March Madness brings in so much revenue that the NCAA doesn't really care. I think from a professional standpoint, um, it just doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel the same importance. It doesn't carry the same weight, and I think some of that is is not just because of um, you know, the environments and, and lacking the full stadium, but also just the sense that other things are going on around sports right now that are more important and not just COVID, but, but political disputes, um, you know, racial issues. There's just some things that have, that have sort of moved sports to the back burner. And I'm not sure whether that's, uh, necessarily a bad thing, but I think, you know, as, as, 2021 and 2022 come come back 
uh, I think you will you will generally see sports return to a little bit more prominent place, uh, at least with a big segment of our population. That's Dirk Chatlin, sports writer for the Omaha World Herald. This is Steve Sippel, sports columnist for the Lincoln Journal Star. I don't see it much. I don't think I see it much differently. I guess the one, I think this is a sort of an answer. The one concern I have a little bit is, is people gravitated away from it a little bit, probably because they, because of circumstances related to COVID. And you wonder if some gravitated way far away from it. This is Andrew Billings at the University of Alabama. Uh, in terms of sports place in 2021, I, I, I understand everyone says, hey, we've developed new habits. Um, and I think that's right. So it's something we'll have to watch. But usually when we talk about developing new habits, you have to decide, you know, are the new habits better than the old habits? And I think for a lot of sports fans, the new habits were uh, things that they did to suffice while waiting for uh, attending live sports to come back. So I think there's pent-up demand. Um, I think, you know, I, I, I think in the in the coming, you know, you know, hopefully by the fall, we're starting to, you know, get to, you know, uh, the point that things start to look a little bit more like normal. And I think that's going to mean more travel, uh, even, you know, more than normal, and more sports attendance, because I think that's the way we're going to claim victory over uh, the pandemic in some way. Hey, this is JB Long, radio voice of the Los Angeles Rams and contributor to Pac-12 Network. Uh, what's the place in American culture in, in 2021? Uh, that's way above my pay grade in terms of predicting. I, I do think kind of the flip side of the coin that I just discussed is hopefully everyone who's involved in sports, who loves sports, miss sports. Uh, and miss them in their in their traditional sense, their truest form, and will be anxious when you know vaccines and public health allow to get back in venues and to tailgate and to uh, be a part of the experience in person or to host game watches and all those things that I think makes sports special. That we're not just a uh, consuming audience anymore. That we are not detaching from the two or three hour windows that the games are played in themselves and just uh, kind of following along through other uh, channels in, in post-production. So uh, I think sports' place is still very prominent. In fact, I think outside of the games, maybe the lesson or the takeaway from 2020 and, and 21 continuing is the impact on all sorts of uh, social issues and topics that sports can have, um, whether it's racial injustice, whether it's uh, public health and best practices with a pandemic, um, whether it's offering your resources and your venue for things like voter locations or for vaccination sites. Uh, I think, uh, speaking for the Rams, and this is true of lots of different organizations and leagues, uh, while 2020 was the hardest year that any of us have ever been a part of, it was also the most productive in lots of ways, uh, especially in terms of community impact and devotion to those causes and, and kind of drilling down into what purposes are the most important to our players, coaches, staffs, and uh, how we can make a dent in those those issues more directly and more consistently. So uh, I, I don't think sports is going anywhere. I don't think, um, you know, the Super Bowl is going to be at 50% capacity moving forward. 
Um, but I do think uh, for all the unpredictability that's ahead, there's a lot of really concrete lessons uh, that have been learned that I think will carry forward even when we're all in a better place. Hi, this is Ann Killian. I'm a sports columnist with the San Francisco Chronicle. And I think, again, it came down to perspective. People people didn't really have the bandwidth, not with everything else that was going on in terms of the pandemic, in terms of the political rancor. Um, sports kind of took a back seat, and I think that that's a good thing. I think it was actually put in perspective. And that kind of dovetails to my answer with how I think sports um, will look in 2021. I think it's going to be a long time before we get back to full normalcy. I think it's going to be a long time before we get back to completely full stands, um, at least in some parts of the country. And I think, I think that perspective on what's important, um, I think will carry over. And I think that's a good thing. I think sports has become way too bloated, way too self-important, um, you know, views itself as some sort of, um, you know, very important cog in our society, which it which it is. But again, back to Sean Doolittle, I think it's an important cog when everything else is functioning well. And when it's not, it becomes um, much less important. So I think it's kind of a healthy dose of perspective. And I'm, I think it's going to be a super interesting time to watch the fallout um, both at the professional level, at the collegiate level. I think there was a lot of hypocrisy uh, exposed. I think there was a lot of trends that were accelerated. And I think um, the sports world is probably going to look a little different post-pandemic than it did before. Hi, this is Michael Severe from 1620 The Zone. I'm the co-host of The Morning Show, Severe and Benning in the Morning. How do you see sports place in American culture in 2021? And still, um, the thing that we did miss in the fall when we had no sports was, and then into the well, spring with no sports and into the fall with no fans at those sports, is we do lose a sense of community. Um, more than anything else for me, uh, that's what I think of when I think of sports. It, it is a sense of community. You know, the same people sit next to each other that have season tickets, uh, the same people tailgate together, um, the same people go to sports bars together, uh, the same people have parties at their house on a Husker Saturday. And losing that, I think, really was kind of devastating the community, along with not being able to go to church for many people or gather in large groups for other things. So I do believe that that's something that we lost out on in 2020. And I think in 2021, the return to that community will be huge. I mean, the first time Memorial Stadium is filled, I think will be a pretty dramatic and awesome experience to watch. Um, the first time, you know, folks gather in parking lots to have these huge tailgates around the TVs and, and around the grills is, is, is going to be a really big deal. And I think 2021 is going to serve that. We're, we already started moving closer to a quarter or half a capacity in many of the stadiums and arenas. I think that will continue to increase. And I think by the time we get around to the middle of the fall, you're going to see it back to a reasonable facsimile of what we used to see in terms of athletic attendance. Uh, I think we're getting it close to that. So I think the, the, the place that sports will have is getting people back to normal, at least closer to normal than they were before, because everything, pretty much everything in 2020 wasn't normal. I'm Mitch Sherman. I'm a staff writer for The Athletic. 
I cover Nebraska football and I live near Omaha. I think sports will play an important role in the healing process for Americans. Late in the summer and into the fall, I'm hopeful that sports truly look and feel normal as we knew them before the pandemic. And if so, I'd expect that, that fans and athletes will embrace each other like we've not seen in, in maybe forever. They need each other for sports to be right. I know the first time that I hear the roar of a huge crowd again, it will be an emotional experience. This is Tim Kewen. I am a senior writer for ESPN. The sports place in American culture in 2021 and, and, and moving forward, um, you know, I, I do think that, that there is a greater appreciation for the experience because we've been deprived of it. Um, I think that going to a game, now I live in California, so we're, we're not, uh, you know, we, there weren't people in, in the stands. There, there will be people in the stands just in a, in a limited basis, starting with baseball. Um, but I do think that, you know, going forward, that, that sports um, almost strengthened its role in our culture because of, of what happened. I think we, we, all the things that we missed, I think that everybody's going to want to, to participate whether, you know, as a fan or, or whatever, because, um, because it has changed and we haven't been able to get out to, to games and, and really, uh, you know, be the, the fans or the journalists that we were, we were accustomed to being. So, you know, I know personally, I'm, I'm excited to go sit in the stands safely, uh, at some point and, and watch baseball games and, and football games and, and, and feel that sort of, uh, you know, the escape and be able to, uh, you know, be able to, to experience it again and, and perhaps experience it with, with fresh eyes, you know, and I think that's, that's um, what I hope for with sports place uh, going forward is that, that I think it's going to continue to be, you know, a, a big part along with the arts and everything else that when we, when we get ramped back up again, I think people are going to want to, to be, patronize things. I think they're going to, people are going to have a, have a, you know, want to go to a minor league baseball game. They're going to want these things as we did with, with restaurants that we like, we wanted to keep them in business and we wanted to show them that they meant something. And so we went out of our way to, to make sure that we, we patronize those businesses. And I think that that's going to be uh, to a certain extent, how we approach sports. Obviously you're dealing with uh, you know, in many cases, billionaire owners of teams that are that are uh, not always good at reciprocating our <laughs> our love. But I do think that it sports is such a personal uh, sports fandom, especially is such a personal thing that I just I just feel like there's going to be an outpouring of um, of support. I just feel like people are going to want to get out there, whether it's you know they're following a good team or a bad team. I think that just the the, the experience is going to, for a while anyway, um, be the thing that people want, regardless of outcome. Uh, I think the experience is going to carry us for the foreseeable future as we get uh, back to some semblance of normal. I'm John Schrader. This is Watch the Media. Sport in American culture, how has its place changed in the last year? 
observations from members of the sports media, including Sam Farmer, the national NFL writer for the Los Angeles Times. I think that as we return to a new normal uh, and people are vaccinated and, and re-entering stadiums and gathering in groups again, um, it will be sort of a, a new dawn. You know, I think about the Super Bowl, this upcoming Super Bowl in Los Angeles, and it might be the, and I think it's going to be billed as a return to normalcy and um, a coming out event, if you will. Um, now, there might, you know, on a grand scale, maybe that's the Olympics, uh, but I think it's a little hopeful to think that the Olympics in Tokyo, if they do move forward, will be, um, you know, will resemble what we think of when we think of a grand scale event. I think that, that um, that's a little early, but by the Super Bowl, when the majority of the population is vaccinated um, and vaccinations might be required, maybe there'll be a QR code on our phones or our, our devices that show that we've been vaccinated and we can go into stadiums and don't have to adhere to the same social distancing, say, or maybe even wear masks. Um, you know, it, it could be a moment that we sort of show the world that um, we're, we're moving forward. And sports would obviously uh, play a big role in that. So uh, I think sports in 2021 will be the reawakening, if you will, of, uh, of society. My name is Matt Mayoko. I cover the San Francisco 49ers for NBC Sports Bay Area. Everyone with whom I spoke before the football season seemed to believe that ratings, television ratings, would shoot through the roof because people were so eager for sports. Um, the thought was that people would consume sports like never before. But I don't think we saw that. The TV ratings for the Super Bowl were at a 15-year low which is truly remarkable considering there's never been a matchup like this. I mean, think about it. Tom Brady, the guy that, uh, you know, probably inarguably the best quarterback of all time. Patrick Mahomes, a young gun who was coming off a Super Bowl victory of his own and, and probably leading that next wave of, of young stars in the NFL to have those two guys on the playing field for one game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, that was, you would think that the ratings would have been astronomical. They weren't. Yeah, I, I think it'll take a while before fans return to NFL stadiums in mass, even when they're deemed safe. Uh, certain areas of the country will head back with less caution than others, for sure. But it almost seems to me as if sports were placed in greater perspective during the pandemic 
people found outlets to occupy themselves. Now, I fully expect the sports industry to bounce back strong, but I do think it'll take a few years to get it back to that pre-pandemic levels of interest and perceived importance. And maybe that's the, the big thing, how important these games are perceived. Because now that we've all experienced 2020, um, I think we have a probably a better idea of where sports actually ranks in our daily lives. And it's probably not as high as we would have said it was a year ago. My name's Chris Schmidt. I'm with ESPN Lincoln and KFOR in Hale Varsity. How do you see sports place in American culture in 2021? Sports is, uh, it's entertainment, it's passion, and both of those worlds merge. And I think it, it is absolutely enhanced. And I think you're going to see and, and feel an absolute sigh of relief to be able to go to a full stadium, to be able to go to a ball game again with your family and friends and see a crowd, hear a crowd, feel the energy of a crowd in a live sports setting. Fire up the grill at a tailgate. And I think you're going to see that welcomed and celebrated in American culture now that you can do what you're used to doing. And I think you absolutely missed it being able to to go about your sports viewing uh, habits uh, in a traditional sense. You're going to get back to that in 2021, and it'll feel that much better. Hi, my name is Chris Hetty. Um, I'm a journalism graduate student at the University of Kansas and a former Nebraska sports writer. Um, I wrote for the Omaha World Herald for a handful of years. So I think in terms of how I see sports in American culture, um, I see it as one of the bedrocks, which is both problematic and good. I mean, I think if you think of it from another 30,000 foot perspective, the idea of bringing back sports was largely contingent on money and largely contingent on money because there were a lot of small towns in, you know, mid Midwest America that are built around profiting off of Sports, Lincoln being one of them. I live in Manhattan, Kansas. Manhattan, Kansas being one of them. Um, you know, if if K-State football doesn't happen, um, then the hotel industry here in the hotel industry in Lincoln um, is, you know, crumbled. You also add on to the moral fact of you're basically building these businesses off the backs of 18 to 22-year-old student-athletes who aren't getting paid, that's also a problem, right? So I think in general, sports has become a much larger deal. And I think that there are benefits to that. I think that there are um, disadvantages to that as well. But I think if COVID taught me anything, particularly to the sports world, um, it's that it is so foundational to the way people feel and to the identity of people. I mean, that's, I think, something too. I think people, particularly sports, college sports fans, I think that they see themselves in their college sports team, even if they're not necessarily alumni. But how well the sports team does is a reflection of how they are going to do in their daily lives, right? So if Nebraska wins a football game, you walk around the office on Monday with a little bit more confidence. Nebraska football loses a football game, uh, you feel worse, right? You're a little more grumpy. You know, basically, 
your identity in some ways is tied in with the success and the failures of your favorite sports team. And if you take that sports team completely away, then the identity, your identity is partly taken away, right? And that's why I think we saw such vitriol toward the Big Ten when they said they weren't going to play sports. Because I think a lot of sports fans said, you're taking away a fundamental thing about who I am, and that's not okay. In terms of sports fandom, where it's become with social media, with the interaction with players, with um, the marketing of players, with the exploitation of players um, and coaches and the, the brand building and the millions of dollars you put into uh, you know, stadiums and arenas and scholarships. Um, this is just kind of the product of what it's become. So I, I guess I would say American culture leans on sports arguably too much, but also does it because it's what makes money. And um, it's what builds community. My name is Welch Suggs. I teach journalism and sports media at the University of Georgia and have been involved in college sports in one way or another since 1990. Where do we go from here? Fans, my students, and others I hear from are desperate for a return to normality. That means tailgating, fans in stadiums, and the rush of a big-time game. I think people are going to push the envelope as far as it will go this fall, and I think the university will let them. Football is such a huge part of the cultural and even political fabric of Georgia that there's no way not to bring it back. Variants and vaccines be damned. I don't expect to hear anything more about cases among athletes or coaches, even though I know they happened last fall and probably are ongoing now. But maybe we might hear more about athletes getting the opportunity to brand and market themselves. Given what we ask them to do, that seems like the very least we can do for them. The most idealistic piece of me wishes that we could start the conversation by talking about the very best educational experience we could give for athletes. But that's just not the conversation right now. Hi, this is Dennis Dodd, senior writer at CBS Sports. I cover college football. How do you see sports place in America culture in 2021? Um, I, you know, I, I, I think it will be back, but again, it will be dodging raindrops with, uh, with COVID. There won't be full stadiums in, uh, in the fall, I don't believe. Uh, I read one survey. Actually, it was a, yeah, it was it was a survey from a, an architect here in, uh, in Kansas City. Uh, Populous is one of the world's biggest sports architect firms, and they conducted a survey where only fifty four percent of those surveyed said they would feel comfortable uh, going into an indoor venue, uh, even if they you know required you to have the vaccine. I thought that was telling because there's already a problem with attendance in college sports in general and college football specifically. Before COVID hit in 2019, I think the SEC had its lowest average attendance since 1993. Uh, the Pac-12 had its lowest average attendance ever. This isn't going to help that. Now, all these conferences have these huge media rights deals, but... Ticket revenue is a big, big thing in, uh, actually in all sports, college and professional. And again, I don't see we're anywhere close to having those, those crowds. And some of it will be dictated by the health professionals, at least for the time being. 
but even if it's fully cleared, people, you know, people being thinking they're safe going to a, a concert or a game or a convention or something like that, that's going to fundamentally change the way we recreate in, in this country for a period of years. Watch the Media Continues. I'm John Schrader. Where does sports fit into American culture in the context of the pandemic? Ted Robinson is a longtime network sportscaster. He's done the NFL, Major League Baseball, tennis. He's now with the Pac-12 Network. I think 2020 emphasized to me that sports is necessary uh, in our culture. And I would say it's as much tied to mental health now as it is to the actual playing of the sport. Look, it's an entertainment outlet that in times of pandemic and post-pandemic will be needed more than ever. But I think we've become far more aware of the release that sports is for those who play. Yes, it's largely their identity. We can't deny that. Um, sport has been a big business in our country from youth sports all the way through the adults who play it or coach it or work like myself in it. Um, but I do believe now that we are far more cognizant of the need, the release that sport is for those who participate in it. And so uh, I do believe it is a permanent part of our culture. Um, I think some involvement will change some angles of it. Clearly gambling, which is now legal in more states than ever, will become a bigger part of our sport experience. Esports is likely to become a bigger part of our experience, but ultimately competition will survive. And in however forms we consume it, it will be about competition. That doesn't change. So I do believe that uh, we emphasized in 2020 and now into 21 that, that sports is permanent in our culture. This is Evan Bland with the Omaha World Herald. I am a sports writer with the World Herald and have covered Nebraska football and Nebraska baseball for the last four seasons. How do you see sports place in American culture in 2021? That's an interesting question because I think there's a whole range of outcomes for how sports could fit into American culture this next year. I think if you look on the pessimistic side, sports could morph from being an avenue of escape to being sort of a political lightning rod for all the issues that we've been talking about for the last year. As, as we've returned to normal, I mean, issues could come up related to what are the mask restrictions for certain events or will spectators need to be vaccinated before attending games or how full will stadiums and arenas be allowed to be as the country emerges from the pandemic. I feel like that could lead to a lot of division and arguments and sort of the opposite of what sports are supposed to be. On the other end of it, I'm, I would hope that sports could set the tone for some semblance of a return to normalcy. I think it would get it could get people back attending live events again, and it would be, I think, a compelling reason for a lot of people to venture out and reacclimate to crowds where maybe a lot of aspects of life they would be hesitant to do that. Maybe they would make an exception for their favorite team to get out and to be able to 
cheer them on again to be at the ballpark, at the stadium, whatever it might be, and that that could really help nudge a lot of people back into life as it was before the pandemic. And so I just think, especially after a 2020 that was full of political infighting and isolating, I mean, how refreshing does it sound to be able to debate with a stranger about the National League playoff race or gathering with friends for a football watch party in the fall? All that has the potential to heal. So I think the bottom line is sports could be the thing that, that persists in keeping people divided, as politics certainly have been in 2020, or they could be the thing that expedite healing in the country. Certainly hope that it's the latter. I'm Tony White, and for just about the last 22 years, I've been the executive sports producer at King TV in Seattle. I think sports will serve as a bridge from the COVID games to a return to normalcy. However, I don't think we'll truly see that until football season. Being able to at least watch games was a relief, but I think people really want to get back to the ballparks and start cheering. Little by little, that's going to happen. I think sports will remain as popular as ever. There's certainly no shortage of discussion amongst the keyboard warriors, and the networks keep shelling out more and more money for rights. Hi, this is Sean Callahan of HuskerOnline.com, KETV Channel 7, and KFAB Radio. Well, I think sports has shown us more than anything this year they have a big voice, and in some cases they want to have a big voice in what's going on in the world, and they want to use their platform as a stage uh, to, to express what they want to say about issues going on in the world. And um, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Um, I, I, I think that's pretty split down the middle, and, and that's the delicate tightrope you have to walk. And, you know, there are some athletes, there are some leagues – that try to stay away from that, but obviously the NBA to an extent, Major League Baseball this year, and, and some in the NFL, um, they address and use their platform at, to, to talk about these issues, and they know that they can reach a lot of people um, with sports. So that's the biggest thing. I think these leagues have realized that they have the ability to reach a lot of people uh, because people watch sports and they listen to these athletes. So that's probably what I would say uh, their place is now. Uh, they understand the power they have and the voice they have. My name is Dan Brown. I'm a writer and an editor for The Athletic in San Francisco. How do I see sports' place in American culture in 2021? You know, I think that in some places it has taken a backseat. You kind of realize what's important. You kind of realize uh, sacrifices are sometimes required for the greater good. I have probably obsessed less about <laughs> fantasy football or um, other things that just don't feel as important anymore. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I see sports place in American culture as a... A lot, uh, maybe a kind of a different view, but um, inspirational. We talked about the success of the football season and the fact that they got it off the ground shows what, you know, patience and discipline and um, all those things that are required in sports can help this country come back. Um, uh, you know, with that kind of spirit of cooperation, like everybody play by the rules, we can make this thing happen. So I think it's a source of inspiration in kind of a different way. Um, the curious thing for me is, uh, as a journalist, is the access has changed. We interview people over a Zoom screen. 
we interview people from afar. We're not always on site to cover games. And I would not, um, you know, the great fear in my business is that people will not, um, they will not return to business as usual and that access will continue to be cut off as a precaution. But when you're writing about sports and you're writing about the greatest reality show there is, and that is a full season of any sport you're watching, you miss something with the personal connection and it doesn't translate over Zoom. It doesn't translate over, you know, the fake crowd. You got to be there and you got to talk to these people and you got to see the way they react and you got to see the way their teammates react to them. And um, whatever the future is for American sports journalism, I hope uh, there's still that level of uh, access and uh you know, the real intimacy that comes with being inside a winning locker room, a losing locker room, a divided locker room, um, those things help the storytelling and they help our understanding of what it means to, uh, you know, what it means, what sports really means to American culture. Hi, my name is Aaron Sorensen and I am the deputy editor for Hill Varsity, a magazine, website, radio show, and podcast network dedicated to Nebraska athletics where I see sports place in American culture in 2021, and in my opinion, beyond that. You know, 2020, if it was a springboard, it can't end there. We have to continue having the conversations about Black Lives Matter and and listening to Black athletes when they tell us the experience or the, the athletes of color who tell us their experiences. Uh, we can't brush those off. Same thing with women in sports who talk about the misogyny, the things that they face. There's there's so many things that can be better. And sports has the power to change. I've always believed that. Sports can change the world. And, you know, Aaron, that seems so idealistic. I know, I know. But ideal idealistic is actually one of my strengths. So I see sports in the place of American culture as something that can be a place to look toward as a leader to guide but it's it's got it's going to take a lot more than just saying we're going to do something so for instance in the super bowl the nfl made the commitment to ending systemic racism through donations and through its own uh, time and activation but this is the same organization that actively ignored colin kaepernick so there's a lot of work that still needs to be done but sports can change the world i mean that sports can lead I believe sports' place in American culture in 2021 and beyond is to be that springboard. It's on us, though, to listen. And as a as a sports journalist myself, it's my place to continue to be uh, to ask the questions, to listen, to make sure that these things are happening, that they say that they will, and to tell these stories. But we have to be willing to continue to show up and have those tough tough conversations because I think sometimes we're so quick when somebody says, well, hey, I'm conflicted about, you know, everything around COVID-19 or I want to talk about this I want to talk about Black Lives Matter I want to talk about the misogyny in sports it's so quick to shut those conversations down we can't do that sports have the sports can change the world so let's let sports change the world let's listen to people let's just approach things with a kind heart I think that could make such a big difference So it's been a very, very tough year, but I continue to have hope. And I think that's the greatest thing about sports, right? It provides hope even in the darkest of times. So I'm going to continue to lead with hope into a new year in 2021. But may 
May 2020 and all of the challenges that we have faced in sports be a springboard forward because they cannot be a, they, they, we have to keep talking about them. We can't stop. And so for that, I'm hopeful, but there's so much work to be done. Sports, where we've been, where we're going, how we move on, what it means to us. Questions we ask all the time. Questions pondered by our friends, colleagues, and associates in the sports media. Reporters, columnists, broadcasters, and academics. Thanks for sharing your time with us. I'm John Schrader. This is Watch the Media.